This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. More disaster assistance is available to Alabamians that were affected by last week's severe storm and tornadoes. On Sunday, President Joe Biden announced that there are federal funds through FEMA available. The federal funding will supplement the help that's already being offered at the state and local levels. The disaster assistance declaration is designated to only residents of Atauga and Dallas counties. It will include grants of money that are necessary for temporary housing, as well as low-cost loans for uninsured property loss and other programs for individuals as well as businesses. The Central Alabama Community Foundation has also created the Otago County Disaster Relief Fund in order to help those who were devastated by the storm. Recovery supplies as well as monetary donations to this particular fund can be dropped off at the City Hall in Prattville. And the National Weather Service has conducted more surveys over the weekend in areas with storm damage. So far, there are 13 tornadoes confirmed to have hit the state last Thursday. Seven people were killed in Otago County as a result of one tornado. Other counties that had twisters touched down were Tuscaloosa, Bibb, Elmore, Tallapoosa, Coosa, and Chambers counties. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore is taking issue with President Joe Biden, and it has nothing to do with the emergency declaration for Alabama but with the classified documents that were found in Biden's garage in Delaware over the weekend, Moore took to social media to lambaste the further discovery of these classified documents, this time at a different location than the garage at Biden's home. Moore tweeted out that Congress has no idea what kind of classified documents these were that Biden took when he was vice president and also pointed out that he did not have the authority to do so as vice president. Moore then also asked where is the Department of Justice and why they were not kicking down doors to the White House in the same fashion that the FBI entered Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago in August of 2022. A basketball player for the Crimson Tide's men's team is now being charged with murder. The charges are against Darius Miles in regards to the fatal shooting of a 23-year-old woman at an area known as the Strip in Tuscaloosa. Miles is one of two people who were arrested in this woman's death. Michael Davis was the other. Police say the female victim was shot while inside a vehicle near Gray Street and University Boulevard. The female victim has been identified as Jamia Harris of Birmingham. She was not a student at Alabama. The superintendent for the Baldwin County School System wants to set the record straight on a certain policy. Eddie Tyler released a public statement over the weekend regarding reports that the school system there was embracing gender identity practices when it comes to school counseling. Tyler says that is absolutely not the case. He says that acceptance of gender identity will not go beyond what is published on a student's birth certificate, which is in compliance with state law. Tyler says he's disappointed that a reference to the National Counseling Association standards was included in the school's policy handbook without a proper disclaimer. A man dies in a car crash in Albertville from what appears to be a medical event. The Marshall County Coroner's Office is reporting on the one-vehicle accident that happened this past weekend. 59-year-old Clifford Mills was driving a vehicle and died at the scene following a crash. The coroner's office believes that a medical event caused Mills to crash that car. And an Alabama legend has died at the age of 92. Gordon Edwards Burns, also known as Country Boy Eddie, died over the weekend at his home in Warrior. Burns hosted the long-running television show on Birmingham station WBRC that was called the Country Boy Eddie Show. 
and he did so from 1957 to 1993. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the unveiling of a new tribute to Martin Luther King Jr. in Boston is bringing out mixed reviews, to say the least. The bronze sculpture cost $10 million to create and is an abstract interpretation of a photographed hug that occurred between Martin Luther King Jr. and his wife, Coretta Scott King. That hug occurred when the two first learned that MLK Jr. had won the Nobel Peace Prize back in 1964. The artist took such an abstract view of that day in history that it's now left the human mind and eye to fill in the blanks. And therein lies the problem, which has caused quite a stir at the Freedom Plaza in Boston, as well as on social media. Five more classified documents were found at Joe Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware over the weekend. These papers were in another part of the home rather than the garage next to Biden's vintage Corvette. The documents were discovered by the Biden's legal team on Saturday. This brings the total now to 25 different classified or top secret docs that have been found in two different locations, either the former office belonging to Biden, which is on the campus of the University of Pennsylvania in Washington, D.C., or his home in Delaware. House Republicans are now demanding that more information and visitor logs related to this classified issue be turned over to the House Oversight and Accountability Committee. The chairman of that committee is now Republican James Comer of Kentucky. Comer spoke with CNN on Sunday following the news of more docs being discovered. Well, my concern is that a special counsel was called for, but yet hours after that, we still had the president's personal attorneys who have no security clearance still rummaging around the the president's residence looking for things. I mean, that would essentially be a crime scene, so to speak, after the appointment of a special counsel. So, you know, we have a lot of questions. We want to know the visitor logs to the residents. We want to know who had access uh, to the Biden Center for Diplomacy, because uh, this is the same uh, type of uh, investigation that the Democrats were so outraged and, and launched and demanded happen to, to President Trump. What we see with President Biden is there are multiple locations. Uh, we would never have known about the possession of the classified documents were it not for investigative reporting by CBS that uh, somehow uh, got a leak to determine that this had happened prior to the election. So the administration hasn't been transparent about what's going on with President Biden's uh, possession of classified documents. And uh, we just want equal treatment here uh, with respect to how both uh, former President Trump and current President Biden are being treated. Comer was then asked by the television host Jake Tapper why the House Oversight Committee is not also investigating Donald Trump for the classified documents that he had. Also, something needs to be done with respect to how classified documents leave the White House and go to the post-presidency or post-vice presidency. That's another issue we try to we will try to fix uh, from a legislative point of view. But with respect to investigating President Trump, there have been so many investigations of President Trump. I don't feel like we need to spend a whole lot of time investigating President Trump because the Democrats have done that for the past six years. So no one's been investigated more than Donald Trump. Who hasn't been investigated is Joe Biden. And that's why we're finally launching an investigation of Joe Biden, the House Oversight Committee, one investigation, and I hope to have it wrapped up as soon as possible. Just before the weekend, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention revealed that they are looking into a connection between the COVID-19 vaccine and the increase of strokes. 
The CDC admitted that a preliminary safety signal has been identified when it comes to the increased risk of ischemic strokes for those over the age of 65. That safety signal has not been identified when it comes to the Moderna vaccine, however it does with the Pfizer. The CDC statement reads that the agency's safety data link met the statistical criteria necessary to prompt additional investigation into whether there's a safety concern for ischemic stroke among people over the age of 65 who have had the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine bivalent. In June of 2022, the Journal of Stroke and Cerebrovascular Diseases published a report that also noted the increase of ischemic strokes following vaccination. They even went so far as to advise doctors to be aware of this pattern so that immediate diagnosis and treatment could happen for an affected patient. A Virginia father is cleared of all wrongdoing for his actions at a school board meeting back in June of 2021. John Tiggs was arrested and charged with trespassing for speaking out against the Loudoun County School Board for its moral decay. A Virginia district judge first found Tiggs guilty in October of 2021. However, he appealed and recently the Loudoun Circuit Judge Douglas Fleming Jr. ruled that Tiggs not only had a First Amendment right to attend that meeting, but that the superintendent who shut down the meeting did not have the right to declare it an unlawful assembly. 250 concerned parents had signed up to speak at the school board meeting regarding a school policy to allow students to use bathrooms according to their preferred gender. Tiggs has taken to social media recently to express thanks to God for this recent legal victory, but he also said that he still has serious concerns for this country. He says it's been subverted by a darkness that is spilling out rot at all levels and in both political parties. Tiggs then went on to say that nothing will change until we, the people, value conviction over comfort. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 